Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Hey everybody, this is Mike Crow, uh, the father of home inspector marketing. And uh, one of the things that uh, happened recently was I got to attend uh, some great, great uh, conferences out there. Uh, and uh, I ran into this wonderful gentleman uh, quite a while back and we did a podcast out to his guys. And uh, at the last conference, I had no less than two or three people go, oh, I enjoyed that podcast so much. And uh, in fact, uh, that's Ian here. Ian, uh, Take just a moment and let everybody know about your podcast and maybe how they can uh, listen to your podcast as well as mine. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on, Mike. Uh, my name is Ian Robertson. I've been a home inspector for just under 20 years. I own Inspector Tool Belt Home Inspection Software, Full View Home Inspector Marketing, and I we do websites and things like that for that aspect of things. And we have Home Inspection Software for Inspector Tool Belt. And our podcast is called Inspector Tool Belt Talk. And Mike, that was one of the most popular episodes that we've had, and I've had so many inspectors say, wow, thank you. Just even a couple of the suggestions in there have changed how guys that I know personally have, have market at real estate offices. So thank you so much for that. You know, and we're going to become like the Tonight Show where you're, we, we may become the most uh, commonly <laughs> asked questions for the same uh, together. You know, I think Johnny Carson had this guy on so many times and you know, I just dated myself there because they don't even know who the hell Johnny Carson is. Johnny Carson, so, who? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, and they, Kimmel has the same person on over and over and over again, okay? Uh, who doesn't tonight's show anymore? I, I never felt that late, honestly. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm falling asleep in my chair at 930 at my age. So. Oh, me too. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I tell people I start I start winding down at 9 o'clock. Uh, uh, but we are here today uh, to talk about some pretty cool stuff and uh, I talk a lot about marketing. And one of the things, by the way, that uh, um, Ian and I did recently was a podcast on uh, your report and report writing. Now, Ian has one of the uh, uh, better report writing systems out there, and his does some super cool things that a lot of the report systems don't do uh, and are not ready to do. And the fun thing is that he's staying on the cutting edge of uh, some of the technology with that. We're actually talk about that here in a little bit, because this whole episode is really about technology uh, and how it's affecting the home inspection industry and, and how it can affect your marketing in the home inspection industry. And so there's a lot of uh, fun stuff there. But uh, um, what would be a good website if they wanted to go find either your podcast and or something about uh, your uh, uh, your report writing software? Yeah. So if you go to inspectortoolbelt.com, uh, you can find everything out about our software right, th right there, and in the menu under information, you can find our podcast right there. We're all on, we're on all major podcast channels: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of them. Uh, and then you can also, you know, listen to us on YouTube if that's your preferred venue. So it seems pretty simple. Forward inspectortoolbelt.com. 
Inspectortoolbelt.com. Yes, sir. I like it. I think I can even spell all of those words. Okay. So I can sometimes too. (laughs) You know, it's always amazes me how people use words that can be spelled three or four different directions, like the word four, right? Uh, Inspector is four or blank. Okay. Uh, And is that a four? Is that F-O-U-R? Is that F-O-R? You know, Uh, and so inspectortoolbelt.com seems very simple, very straightforward. They can find your podcast and they can find more about your uh, inspection report software as well. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right. So guys, um, as you know, I don't have guests on hardly ever. Uh, in fact, you may be the first guest I think I've ever had on my podcast. I'm uh, honored. And wow. most, most of the reasons is I have plenty to say on my own. <laughs> you know, you, when you've been doing this 38 years. Um, and, uh, but I will tell you at the last conference, one of the things that happened was I had no less than three people come out and go, man, you and Ian crushed it. I love that podcast. And I, I went, okay, Ian, you, you get a, you, 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 we get a second shot at this. And I know I've had you on once before, because the one that you and I did for you, we took and placed out on mine as well, because exactly. uh, so many things. And so, uh, if people enjoyed it that much, we're going to give them some more of it. Uh, Perfect. so let's talk about an interesting subject today that, uh, I, I think everybody's kind of worried about or concerned about a little bit nervous about, uh, and they're all trying to figure it out. And that's technology in today's world, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the home inspection world. Now I go all the way back to the eighties, uh, in about 19, in fact, it was eight, eight of 88. Okay. Most oh, people wow. weren't inspecting at that point. Uh, and me and my dad, uh, and I had created our first on-site computerized report uh, for home inspections, you know, uh, less than less than 5% of people even had personal computers. And we had one strapped inside a vehicle, inside a van, and we pulled up and we did the report and we did it on site. And technology literally helped like just jumpstart us into the whole uh, part of building our inspection report uh, and, and building our business. And we became a multi-inspector firm and, and just moved forward from there on. And people when you have technology that helps make things easier and faster, I like to call it speed and accuracy, right? When you have technology that can give you speed and accuracy, then everything gets so better. In fact, let's think about McDonald's, right? Uh, they literally have French fry machines that, you know, once you pour the French fries in there, you push a button, it does this, it cooks them at exactly the right amount of time, exactly the right temperature, pulls them out, pours them over. Uh, and, and sometimes a human still has to sprinkle, you know, a salt on them but they're perfect every single time. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now they have drinks, right? They put the cup in there. Oh no, I take it back. They don't even have to put the cup in there anymore. And they tell it this size drink and it pulls the right cup out, pours this much in it, lets it sit for a minute, pours a little bit more in it. And then, you know, uh, and technologies is, is all about speed and accuracy for me. Okay. Right. And when I say speed and accuracy, it's how long does it take them to comprehend what we're trying to tell them? Uh, and that's one of the things I love about your report, from what I understand, is that not only, of course, can you put photos in there, and anybody's not putting photos in their report nowadays is like so far behind the curve. I feel sorry for him. Okay. There are guys still out there doing handwritten reports out here, too. So yeah. uh, I had an agent this recently said, if if you're doing handwritten reports, then you ain't ever going to see the inside of one of the houses that I'm doing. Okay. Um, and I get that. That's a That's a reaction. So tell us a little bit about your app, your report, uh, and how you use technology to make sure uh, that some people are doing that. And then we're going to talk about AI, and then we're going to talk about video, and then we're going to talk about 
social media a little bit. So I, I want to make sure I say all that because some people go, oh, reports, I don't need any of that. All right. Uh, but yeah. the truth is, that's just the that's just the starting of where we're going. Yeah. And I don't want thank you for that. I don't want to have it be all about our reporting software, but it's a matter of um, using the latest that's out there. You know, our, our market as home inspectors has made a shift. So we actually surveyed um, real estate agents. The vast majority are preferring web-based reports. So we may be in a market where, oh, it's all PDFs, but there's an emerging market, even in markets where they don't want that, where they want web-based reports. So we, we provide web-based reports. Um, we, we talk about uh, repair request um, generators. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That is, that's something that agents are asking for because it's really made their lives more convenient and it spreads like wildfire. Our app has that. So you can say, or the agent can say, okay, I'm going to click on these three items because that's what my client wants to, you know, negotiate on. They put a price on it. We're not putting prices on it or anything. The agent's doing it. It's a tool for them and it creates awesome technology to give them the resources they need. And you mentioned AI, our app. We were talking about this on uh, the, our, our podcast not too long ago. Being able to sit down and you have this nightmare of a house and you have this big complicated issue, our app integrates with AI so that it can write the comment for you and then you adjust it. Or you can say, man, that got wordy. It'll shorten it for you. It'll spell check it for you. It'll improve the language for you. You should never trust it 100%. But I tell you what, that has shaved hours a week off of our report writing, just being able to say, uh, okay, write me a narrative about a foundation wall in the northeast corner of this house that appears to be having structural issues from poor drainage. And then you get a three-paragraph thing, and you're like, oh, that's a little bit too long. Click on it, and it rewrites it, and you change a couple words, and you have a beautiful comment. New technology out there is is awesome. Makes you a stand out. Beautiful. And it, it's like I have a tear coming out of my eye, you know? I just <laughs> point. <laughs> I cannot tell you, me and my dad uh, were our first inspectors and, uh, you know, we go all the way back to before licensing ever came into place. Okay. My dad's yeah. license number is 28. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we were there when it, when all that happened. Uh, but one of the things we used to joke about, talk about all the times is we're standing there, we're looking at this thing and we're going, how do I write this up? You know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and we have over the years, and by the way, this would be a great time for people maybe to go listen to the podcast that we did, you and I did, uh, where some magic words to use to write things up. But there are sometimes we sit there and so, uh, I'm going to be, you're not allowed to repeat this. Okay. Um, right. but at one point my dad was looking at this thing going, I got to write this thing up. I've got to write this up. This, this, this unit is 30 years old and, and everything over. And, and, and my dad looked at it and he went, huh. And I saw him reach over and he pulled this wire off and he goes, unit is not operable at this time. Recommend oh, yeah. you have someone check it out. And I went, you gotta be, you can't do that. He went, I just did. And I, and I was still very young. He was still training me. And I, I walked away from going, there's gotta be a better way to do that. Right. Um, and now what you tell your AI is, Hey, this is an older uh, let's say heating unit. This is an older heating unit, um, and uh, it's performing function as intended at this time. And I'm using a lot of words that I use now to help prevent that. But yeah, the AI can actually write all that out and and set it yeah. up for you. You don't need re- you really even need to give it that many prompts. So we actually have pre-built prompts. So it it'll know the AI if you're using our software will know what state you're in. 
It'll know um, basically what language to use and not use and some basic parameters. Wow. So it, you can say older heating unit monitor add standards. And then it'll generate all of what you just said plus some. And then it'll say in New York State, the standard heating unit of this type will last X amount of years, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it'll pull it right from your state because wow. it knows what state you're in. So we have those prompts all built in. We spent a great deal of time working on those. We didn't just say, hey, let's stick this in and run. But those are all things that if we're afraid to use new technology, and I can hear somebody right now in the back of my head trying to say, yeah, but you shouldn't trust what it says. I'm not, I'm not saying let it write your report for you. No. Look it over and go, wow, that's 98% there. Let me change a couple of things. Or no, that didn't work. Press regenerate. Okay, now that does work. Shorten it, lengthen it, whatever we want. I know. Whoa. Going back years ago, I'm like, man, if I had this as a new inspector. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, it, it would have helped me probably create. Uh, we only have about 300 macro words of phrases that we use over and over and over again. I don't want to have a phrase for every single little thing. Uh, and that's why I think the AI comes in even into play even better because, you know, you don't want to try to have 10,000. I, I tell people if somebody has 10,000 macros, run okay yeah. uh, but you know because there's no way you're going to remember all of them there's no way you're going to you're going to see all of those uh and i love being able to do what you're doing and and tell the ai this um i pulled uh i'm a big family man i mean you know that and we've talked about that before mm -hmm. uh and uh i have family meetings and i pulled all my family together um uh, i think twice this year and one of the things i said was okay let's talk about let's talk about ai and, and every one of their worlds, AI is affecting it. Uh, mm -hmm. I love how this is going to be able to affect the report. And I remember, I'm young enough to remember, you're probably not, that, you know, calculators were considered a really an, an evil thing in school. All right. Yeah. Nowadays, they're telling you buy this type of calculator for this class. Right. Uh, and uh, I think AI is like the brain calculator uh, that we will have available to us. Uh, and it will calculate faster, uh, better in most cases than we can possibly do. I have a son that's into artwork and it, and there, there are AI art creators out there that are just phenomenal as well. Anything else on the AI, uh, that you want to mention real quick? Uh, uh, I, 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 by the way, you said a couple of things here that I think is really important. I want to go back and highlight them, uh, having a web-based report. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, and having a PDF of a report is a really good thing. Uh, but having it web-based, and that means that you can send a link to anybody. They can open it up, and then they see the report uh, live to some degree. Um, and you have the ability to put more information in there as it comes available, maybe, uh, for them, I guess. But um, Or is it does the report just, like, locked down? So, um, I mean, you can always update the report, and there's revision changes, like, say, okay, this is a revision. But typically, after we publish a report, we, that's it. You know, our client gets it. And most people don't right. change their report uh, unless you're doing a reinspection or something well, that's like what that. I was going to say. Sometimes I, I, I think maybe it's less than 5% of our people will go, oh, we want to get a reinspect. And so yeah. at that point, we have to update the report. Yeah. And that's easy to do. And it's all because it's all web based. Um, and then it also has the PDF version for those that do prefer that. And we have all had that one client that says, hey, can you print the report for me? Yep. Every once in a blue moon, it still happens. We do it. Okay. There yeah. you go. Print the report. Uh, and and now I you like have it. the word both, you know? Uh, yeah. 
We love to actually, believe it or not, at our company, still print the report off and give it to the client. But the truth is it's all web-based, but they get to hold it in their hands and they get to walk away from the inspection with that report in their hands. And so, but as soon as we finish that report, we send that, we send a link to that report to uh, their agent, okay? And to them uh, so that they have it, so they can send it to friends or family or their dad or whoever else needs to read the report uh, to make sure that it's it's all taken care of. In fact, one of the biggest things, uh, this um, I just heard this agent speak, and he did a really good job. Uh, and uh, he was at the Internauchi uh, conference, uh, and he spoke, uh, and he was going, email. Are you, like, kidding me, guys? Grow up. Email is where, you know, I do this and this and this. But it had nothing to do with, you know, running his business really anymore. Uh, he's going, text me. And, and he's going, text me a link to the report so I can see the report uh, mm-hmm. on my phone. And by the way, phones are getting bigger, right? Phones used to be like this. Now they're like this. And, and of course, you can anything you can text there, you could probably text to like an iPad even nowadays or whatever, uh, do that. So I'm sure you can just do that as well with yours. Well, and that's the advantage of a web-based report. Most reports now, most websites, it's something, it depends on how you look at the metrics. 60 to 75% of the internet is done not on a desktop. Right. It's done on a mobile device. So if you send somebody a PDF and they're looking at it on their phone, first of all, that's annoying as all get out to me. A web-based report is responsive. So it will actually adjust its size to fit the screen of the device. So the only way that an agent who uses their phone can look at the report is with a reasonable ease is going to be a web-based report. So if we want to keep up with 60 to 75% of our our clients, we want to have a web-based report. And 90% of the people that get a text are looking at that, you know, whereas only 20% of people are even looking at their email anymore. People get mad at me sometimes because they go, I emailed you. I said, well, I haven't looked at email in three days. So, you know, I'll, I'll go see if I can hunt it down. And they go, what? <laughs> you know? I said, if but it you're... was important, you would have texted me, you know? Yeah, that's and that's there's, there's a measure of truth to that. Um, it, but there's a lot of technology out there that people aren't really utilizing. I think you had mentioned, I wanted to talk about having a, a chat widget on your website. At, at some, yeah. I don't know if there's a good time to bring that up. Because right. uh, I... I oftentimes will base my hiring experience on my gut because I am a normal consumer. We all base things on our gut. If I can talk to somebody and I I chat with somebody on their website while I'm thinking about what they're selling and I know that I'm not talking to a robot, that automatically inclines me to hire them. Right. statistically shown to increase conversion rates. And a lot of guys hesitate. They're like, what if I'm in a crawl space or what if I'm in an attic? And I'm like, okay, have somebody else do it. Missing a chat is worse than not having a chat on there. But not having a chat on there still means we're we're missing work because you're missing users like me. I'm in my early 40s, my age and under. We're DoorDash. We're right. We're not, we're not calling people. That's as, as even my friends. I'm like, I'm not calling you. I'm like you said, texting and sending a gift. Yeah a little image that moves or whatever it happens to be. So I don't want to call, you know, home inspector. I want to say, Hey, can I hire you? Even the last contract I hi- contractor I hired, I didn't speak to him once we texted. And then wow. he texted me back and I'm like, this is great. If he had a chat widget on his website, that would have been even better. You so, know, and, and, uh, I was talking with somebody about their website recently and they were going, Hey, you need to have this on there. 
Uh, and by the way, uh, many of you know that in February, uh, I'm going to be doing my show uh, again, and uh, we're calling it Mission 24. So it'll be in the year 2024. So uh, I'm on a mission to help as many people as I can. And uh, we're going to do the Blues Brothers because they were on a mission from God, you know, so a lot of fun uh, with all of that. Uh, and uh, uh, but this kind of technology is some of the stuff that we're going to have at the show. In fact, that should be a good thing. Maybe, Ian, that you and I could, uh, you know, sit up there and, and chat for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. What are the top five, you know, technological changes that people need to have to keep up with their business? And the AI is so big. Uh, and one of the things that uh, we talked about was the fact that you can now use video in your report. And we even talked about doing a video summary uh, of, of mm -hmm. the report for people. And that's all available. And you could easily do that with uh, your software, which I think is pretty damn cool. Um, and, and I will tell you that the one of the things that I heard from that agent, and I, I, I listen to what agents tell me. A lot of inspectors go, I don't give a, you know, about agents. Well, great. Uh, what you're really saying is you don't care about your clients because they want to hear what that agent has to say and they mm -hmm. listen to what that agent says. And the agent, to some degree, is only giving you a window into their clients. And so it's important for us to hear both sides of that, what the client wants and what the agent wants. Uh, and the inspectors go, well, they're going to get what I give them. Great. You know, I, you know what I say at this point, right, Ian? I love my competition. I really yeah. do. I love those guys. Okay. Uh, you know, they'll get the report when I say they could have it. Okay, great. I love you, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but the video in the report, how big is that becoming? I mean, you've got people that are using your report all over the place. What percentage of inspectors are using video in their reports now uh, that are working with you? If I had to pull a number off my head, I would probably say about 40. I wish more would use it because especially we talked about like a video summary in the report. You are going to make every client and agent thrilled. Because I've even had uh, clients ask me, can I record you while you do the summary? Yeah. And you, yeah. you, this was actually your your point that you made, and it's just stuck in my head. It's like, wow, people have actually asked me for that, and I never put that together. Have a one little section at the end of your report. In our in our system, you would call it a card. One card at the end that says video, video summary, video conclusion, right. whatever you want to call it. Put a video of yourself in there, 30 seconds or less. Hey, here's this, or, you know, have it longer, but try to keep it concise. Hey, here's yeah. the deck I was talking about, and here's the crack in the foundation. Um, overall, things look pretty decent. There, we found some maintenance items, but those are the two things I want to focus in on. And man, I think every every agent in the world and every client in the world will be like, that's awesome. Thank you. I, I, I am looking forward to that. And, you know, this is where iron sharpens iron, as they like to say, right? Uh, yeah. One great inspection company helping another great inspection company, because, uh, by the way, guys, if most everybody listening to me knows that I we run our own inspection company here. It's our prototype company that we use to help other people learn how to do it the way you know uh, we have found to be successful. Uh, and video, I think, is one of the next big steps. And I was just I was telling Ian on one of our previous calls on a podcast actually with him uh, is that imagine you brought up the report that you're going to go over, and then you brought up like Zoom, right? And you record it, and all you got to do is put that link. That from that that recording of you doing the the summary into the report, and you could do that, right, Ian? You could do it as a link, or you can record it and embed it directly in your report. So you can just while you're doing your report, click on the record button, and then off you go. Now you're now you're recording; it's already embedded. Wow. But you can do that in your report. You just go, oh, I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna video this, uh, or uh, and and it yep. does it while they're going over the summary inside your report. 
Yep. So you can do links, but you can very easily just add it right into the report. Man, I love that. Uh, I you know, too. one of the other things that we talked a little bit about uh, were a couple of different things, and that was uh, uh, the whole uh, podcast thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to tell you, and you, you said you were, what, 40-something, right at 40-something, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm right at 60-something plus. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, I told somebody the other day, I said, please, uh, please call these people and, and make sure they, this is what they're looking for because, uh, um, they had scheduled all the way into next week, you know, 10 days out. And I, and, and it wasn't just one person that did it. It was the person that was scheduling for us. And she's a great person on our staff, but she scheduled two both on next week, you know, 10 days out. And I'm going, that's unusual. I said, please call both these people. And as the office manager, just make sure. And she went, okay, yep. I, I, uh, I called them and I, and I said, what did they have to say? And she went, well, they haven't texted me back yet. And I said, um, but you talked to him. She went, well, I texted them. That's not a call. <laughs> and she went, well, that's what we say nowadays, you know, when, and she's, she's a wonderful, amazing lady. Uh, and, but she's only like 21 and she's running her office. Okay. She's just, she's going to be so good at what she does down the road. I'm enjoying it. Um, but you know, one of the things I find is funny is, uh, I come home nowadays and my wonderful, amazing wife, Susan, uh, is listening to a podcast. It's like all day long. She's listening to podcasts. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I really have done some of that, but not as much as the world's doing it. Now, here's the funny thing is, right. I create a podcast. I put a podcast out there, uh, and to be honest, I have an incredible, we call him the magic man. He puts that podcast out there for me. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I get lots of people that tell me how wonderful it is. Uh, and so podcasting, I mean, it's really come full circle and really inspectors could use this in their own business, right? Yeah. So we've actually, um, coached a couple of inspectors just on an individual basis. Not, we don't, I don't coach people professionally on how to use podcasting in their market. And it's been very successful. It's a lot of work is the problem. And a lot of guys burn out on it, you know, have a weekly 10 minute episode, record you interviewing an agent and you don't need a million people to listen to it. No. But the more you do that, the more that agent now is connected to you. And the more you do it, you start having agents asking to be on your show. Oh, yeah. You get to know a broker. And I've had some, I had one guy, he, he stopped doing it. He's like, I got too busy. I'm just like, dude, just keep going. What, what, <laughs> why, why stop? But you know what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there that maybe, maybe uh, podcasting isn't for us. Maybe we're not the most. Like I could, me and you, we could probably talk all day just and let people listen to our voices. But uh, um, YouTube Shorts and TikTok yeah. are have the two best metrics that I've seen in our industry for online marketing. Uh, in addition to podcasting, podcasting, I I hold that in high regard for for our business. We get a couple thousand downloads a week, um, several thousand. Wow. But home inspectors, you don't need that. For it to be effective, you could have 10 people a week download your podcast. It doesn't matter because it's the actual process that you're doing. That's the marketing. You interviewed an agent. Now, other agents, they share that to their page. Other agents don't watch the podcast, but they're like, why did they ask Janice to do that and not me? You know, and now they're on your show. And now Gary's like, well, why did they ask Janice and that other lady? Why didn't they ask me? Now, Gary has you is on your show. It, it, It snowballs very easily. 
Um, TikTok is just where everybody is right now. If you want to market to any agent that's under 35, any client that's under 35, TikTok. Um, well, and there is a form of podcasting, really, you know? And a, and a, yeah, it's like shorts. Yeah. Yeah. And then you and, can take that same information on YouTube shorts. Yep. I tell you what, we put a video out there. It it lasts about a day or so at most. A TikTok has a lifespan of about, um, I don't know, like 30 minutes. A yep. tweet has a lifespan of about 45 seconds. Uh, but a YouTube short will stay out there for a couple of days. And we've had videos where we'll get 4,000 views on it in a one-day period. It's like, how can you how can you measure the value of that? That's incredible. Yeah. It's a 30-second video. It, and then you it, walk hard to do. To, you know, here's one of the fun things I, I know will happen because it happens with our TikTok because we do have that set up. We have a one inspector. We have about four that really put stuff into it, but we have one that just knocks it dead, right? Uh, and uh, people go, oh, yeah, I want to make sure, you know, uh, we, get, we, we wanted to call you to get an inspection. Please make sure. Could you make sure you send... Peter, because I love Peter on the TikToks. And you're just yeah. thinking, oh, wow. Okay. He's created his own little media space uh, mm -hmm. inside our company. And uh, I think that's that's so amazing. And, and that's a form of podcasting. But you're absolutely correct. Um, when I started doing podcasting, I insisted that our people help set it up so I could reach people through podcasting because I knew that was the latest, greatest technology out there. And that was, gosh, five plus years ago, maybe 10 years ago. Um, and uh, but then it moved into YouTube, right? And so every podcast we do, including this one, okay, will not only go out on the audio, but it will also go out on our YouTube uh, podcast uh, or video podcast or whatever. So that, hey, they get to see your face. They get to see my face. I know they hey. want to see our faces. <laughs> <laughs> so they can laugh, <laughs> you know? Uh, exactly. And, uh, but but uh, the podcasting and home inspectors, if they did start doing podcasting, they would literally walk in and out of offices and people would, I, I was I was at this conference and I stood up and I said hi to somebody. They went, I know that voice. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Oh, you're the podcaster and, and you're an immediate celebrity. So you can literally do that. Right. You know, it's funny because in, in marketing, we have the, some people call it the four touch or the five touch rule. Right. You have to touch, you have to touch somebody with your marketing material four times before you can convert them typically. I mean, you can convert them, but that's just a general rule. Right. With a with a podcast, what you just said is exactly true. You've already built that relationship so that the, by the time that you're there, you're ahead of everybody else. You're ahead. Because you've yeah. been in their ear already. So, I mean, let's be frank about my podcast. I've had guys where they've called and they asked some questions and they're thinking about switching to our software. And, yep. you know, I'll, I'll be like, oh, I'll give this guy a call. I'll give him a call. And they're like, this happened several times. They're like, whoa. I just turned down your voice listening to your podcast and now you're on my phone. Yeah. And yeah. that those conversations are like, wow, you've helped me out so much. Thank you. I'm really going to, I'm going to really think about or switch to your software. Those are relationships I that I built before I even talked to the guy. Yeah. But you have to actually genuinely care about people on your podcast. Like you and I, even this is how we talked before and after the podcast. Right. You have to actually care because you can't fake that. You have to act, have to actually want to help people. And well, if you do that, that's going to endure them. It, it helps to get them to know you at a, at a more personal level. And so yeah. you're right. Uh, it, it's not just one touch now. It's it's five, six, seven. I've had many people go, oh, man, I, I enjoyed that last podcast so much. I went back and started at the beginning, and I have listened to every podcast you've done. 
that's a lot of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and they said it was the most informative uh, information I've ever had. So down to base. So, but they also learned that, you know, I, I have my five F's where, you know, it's family and it's, it's faith and it's financial and it's fitness and it's fun. I call this my high five, you know? Uh, and, uh, and people go, I feel like if anybody that cares that much about his family, anybody that cares that much about his wife, anybody that cares that much about his employees, anybody, you, you start hearing these things, they go, that's the guy I want to work with, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, it's one of the reasons I enjoy hanging around you is because you care at that level about the people that are using your software and the people that are doing some different things. And, and even better, you're staying on the cutting edge of that whole process. Yeah, and so, I feel the same way about you. You, you genuinely want to help people. And I said this on our own podcast too, that, you know, you're just, you're giving people stuff that has cost you a lifetime to learn. You know, yep. that's, that's gold. That's, 38, that's beautiful 38 stuff. years and counting. So we're working on it. So starting yeah. 1985, uh, you said one last thing, this is going to be the last, uh, maybe the last two things we hit real quick. Cause I'm going to combine these two, um, having a chat on the, uh, on the, their website where the people can chat with them, or if they get the report. Even uh, you could even have like a chat box on there so they can ask questions that way. Is that what you were saying? No, no. I have it on your website. Yeah. Okay. If right. you, uh, I will give this warning. If you, if we've ever had the client call us while they read the report, you'll be there for hours as they read yeah. through the report line by line. Mm -hmm. Having it on your website, making yourself available, but not overly available. Okay. Um, for questions. But yeah, having a chat. That that's important. Have that on your website. Online scheduling is something that I personally feel very strongly about that we should have on our websites. Um, I, I, I love that. Um, yeah. I I see still in the market when I do my reviews of certain areas, and it depends on the area. Twenty to sixty percent, depending on the area, still don't have online scheduling. Wow! I do all of my reservations at a restaurant online. If I'm going somewhere, I'm doing on my hotel is reserved online. Uh, if I can book a contractor or an HVAC guy or whatever online, I already know I'm using them. You've sold me. I'm hiring it online. My generation and younger, it's DoorDash. It's Amazon. It's they want to be able to order online. A lot of people worry about, well, I had to change. I have to change it because I have a wide surface area. What if I need, I'm like, OK, but you already have that lead. Right. So now he's scheduled. And if you need to reschedule him, you're like, well, I lost that lead. I'm like, but you wouldn't have had him otherwise. Right. Exactly. So the percentage that you lose is way less than the percentage that you gain because you'll never know the percentage of people that you lose by not having online scheduling. Wow. So the people that I've had people that hire us, they're like, well, it's just convenient. I, you know, this is one guy, he's like, I, you didn't even really have me sold. I just saw you had online scheduling and I hate talking to people. I'm like, huh. okay. So I would never have had that lead and I would never have known that I lost him. Right. Because I didn't have online scheduling. Well, let me give you one last thing to this online scheduling thing. So we'll do 5,000 plus inspections this year. Mm -hmm. Over a thousand of those scheduled online. A thousand of them. Okay. Yeah. Think about that's, that. that's a lot of inspections. That's a lot of money. You know, um, that's, uh, you know, let's just say our average inspection is, is $500. That's $500,000 worth of work that's scheduled online. All right. Yep. So anybody that doesn't have an online scheduler, they're absolutely missing that technology and they've got to get that done. And there's, there's two, three, four different ways to get that done out there. Uh, and there's a big shift in the marketplace to get done even more now. So 
I yeah. love that. The other last little thing that I was going to talk about, we were talking about like video summaries and being able to talk with people face to face. I mean, you and I are talking through uh, something like Zoom and there's, there's Zoom and then there's Loom and then there's, you know, all these other things. And for people that are on Apple, there's FaceTime. And I feel sorry for them because they think everybody should have Apple. And of course, uh, I don't. Uh, my <laughs> no, son no, does, no. you know, and he goes. So, uh, but I mean, you deal business with people. And so one of the things that I love out there, something called WhatsApp, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. And even when I'm traveling to Antarctica, uh, which we did this uh, last year, or, or South America or Japan, which we did in 2019, or to Australia or wherever, you know, I can still see people face to face on my phone and talk with them and, and help make sure that they know what's, that I can show them things. And um, no matter where I'm going now, I was uh, I was at uh, the conference, uh, the InterNACHI conference, and I was talking with uh, Ben and uh, uh, Fidel that are with ProLab. And totally amazing guys, by the way. Uh, and they impressed me so much because I'm standing there talking. They go, oh, Mike, here's somebody that wants to say hi to you. Uh, Jamie, say hi to, you know, and, and Jamie, the guy that owns all of that. I'm good. Did it make me feel important? Hell yeah, it made me feel important, you know. Uh, and uh, but having that WhatsApp or whatever ability for people to see people face to face. So I'm seeing Jamie face to face and we have a we have a 10 minute conversation about where the industry is going, what's happening, how his industry, how they're changing and doing what they're doing and everything. Uh, and what they're doing with their uh, their lab reports and everything is just over the top amazing with that. Speed and accuracy, right? Yep. And, you know, there's uh, lots of different forms of communication, and we need to rise to meet whatever that form is. So personally, I'd rather a text message. But to be honest with you, that's not how everybody communicates. I think what WhatsApp is probably the most common way that most people will communicate between generations, personally. Yeah. Well, um, and, I have and long distance, especially long distance, because it's a you don't need minutes. You don't right. have to worry about your plan. And it's just get some Wi-Fi and, and you have video, you have phone and you have text. Um, if we're not utilizing things like WhatsApp um, or Telegram is another one that a lot of people use, became big a few years, uh, several years ago, um, or even uh, the mid generation, like 35 to 45. I have friends that. They only message me through Instagram. That's right. th that's that age group. We need to be able to have a form of, and it gets annoying. I'm going to be honest with you, but it doesn't get annoying having five, six, seven apps on my phone, and I get a push notification. Oh, right, Gary, that agent that I met on the podcast, messages me through Telegram. Cindy messages me through WhatsApp, um, and and so on and so forth. Have multiple modes of communication because we want to be extremely reachable. And in and, fact, you're exactly correct. So I get push notifications going, uh, you know, four people said hi to me by Facebook and I, I can click on that and see that message, you know, yep. uh, or somebody hit me by Instagram or somebody hit me by WhatsApp or somebody hit me by even email. And, and all of that shows up, you know, in my notifications now. Uh, and it's great. Let's see if we can summarize here real quick. And then I want to make sure that uh, some people know that one of the best ways to reach out to you. Uh, and find out more about your podcast and some things is inspectortoolbelt.com. Is that right? That's it. Boy, I can even spell that. All right. Uh, inspectortoolbelt.com. Uh, it's nice to see you smile. Okay. You're doing great stuff with your tech, your report. Uh, so some of the stuff we talked about, if we just highlight different things, we talked about your report, which by the way, I thought it was interesting. You call it an app. Okay. Well, yeah. that's the, 
Talk about a change <laughs> and even verbiage, right? In the old days, we used to call it software. Now we call everything an app, whether it's whether it's a report writing seminar uh, software or or whatever it is. And so you're you have a report app, okay? Yep. Um, and and it's web based, and and you've got the repair uh, pricer uh, type thing built into it. Repair um, list, yeah. Yep. Repair what? Re uh, repair list generator, yeah. Repair list generator, and uh, and you can even use AI, you know, artificial intelligence in your report. I think that's the coolest, latest thing. Uh, we talked about using video uh, on the report. We talked about using video in different directions. We talked about using video in podcasting and and how you could do some of that uh, in different things. We talked about social media, and of course, you got video on you know Facebook Live and uh, uh, and of course Instagram and TikTok. Oh my gosh, TikTok is just taking over the world out there. Um, and then of course, using chat on your website, using chat inside of different things. And of course, WhatsApp uh, being one of those video, uh, you know, uh, softwares you can use to talk to anybody basically in the world, as long as you've got internet uh, mm -hmm. and so that they can do some things there. What what's if, if you were to take one or two big highlights out of this conversation that you think would be important for people to make sure they walk away with, what would it be? So if I were to take two points walking away, I would say the bigger, broader point is do not push back or be nervous about new technology because we will get left behind very quickly. Yeah. No matter how uncomfortable it is, embrace the discomfort and get into it, particularly AI, because that is not going to change our industry. It already yeah. has and is in the process of it. Yeah. It's going to change all of our lives. Yep, it's 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 already affecting the world. Yep. Don't be scared of it. Embrace it. Yep. Um, the second thing is um, communicate outwardly and receive communication multiple channels. Ah, yes. So yeah. we should not have one linear path as with our outward message. Say, I do Facebook. Okay, do TikTok, do YouTube Shorts, do multiple channels. And the way we receive information, WhatsApp, Telegram. Facebook, what Instagram, all these multiple channels. So multiple channels out, multiple channels in. And then we can capture as many demographics as possible because we've never had this disparaging of a difference between how generations communicate. Yep. If, you're, if you're 60 years old, very likely you're going to be using Facebook Messenger. Yep. If you're 25, you're likely going to be sending me messages through TikTok or WhatsApp. You know, it's... Lots and of different I, ways I so we need to capture all of them. LinkedIn for everything, you know? Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. That, that exactly. doesn't, I don't get it, but he does it, you know? So, and, and so, but that shows up in my notifications, kind of like what we said. Yeah. So a lot cool. of business professionals are, are, you know, LinkedIn years ago did a revamp. And if you want to, if you're in an area where there's a lot of business professionals, that's where they are. Yeah. Software engineers Not, and all that stuff. One minute, 60 seconds, two minutes if you need it. Uh, about what you do and how you can help people uh, so that they get to know you a little better and and, and uh, what you have available to them. So um, if you go to our website at inspectortoolbelt.com, you, you'll get to see my bio. I'm a home inspector by nature and at heart, uh, inspecting for nearly 20 years now. What I do is, obviously, we have our inspection software. We have our podcast and everything that I've ever done marketing-wise and business-wise that I have learned over 20 years and have spent countless hours and countless money with attorneys, professional marketers, and everybody in between, I lay out there and so do guests like you, amazing people like you. Um, 
then also too, website and online presence, having multiple channels to reach people and having multiple channels to be reached, we help you do that. We, we create an environment online, help people not only find you, but want to hire you. So if you see me around, you want to call me, uh, you want to talk to me, info at inspectortoolbelt.com or ian at fullviewdigital.com, either one of those, uh, me or one of my team will siphon it down to me. And I'm always here helping guys. Um, wow. I love having my finger on the pulse of the market and helping you guys out and figure that out. You're doing such great stuff, Ian. Um, I have to tell you, I, I just, I could talk with you for hours and, uh, yeah, same and I'm here. sure people would listen. Uh, but uh, uh, you and I both have to go get some lunch and go do some other stuff. And, uh, um, and I just want to tell you, thank you for taking the time uh, to be here today uh, and helping me help people. Uh, help themselves. Okay. Which that's my whole thing is helping people help themselves. And I want to tell you, thank you for being part of that today. Well, thank you for saying that and for having me on. And I thank you for, for the privilege of being possibly your first guest. So thank you so oh much. Oh my gosh. Uh, you may actually be the only guest I've had on uh, at this point. Nice. But I have to tell you, you have made this such a great experience that I'm opening my thought process up to maybe <laughs> doing more. Uh, and of course, you know, what I love to tell people is be successful and be around those that are successful because, you know, the more money we make, the more people we can help. Uh, and uh, uh, I felt like I, I spent my time well today being around somebody that was successful and that truly cares about people. So thank you for that. Thank you. And I, and I feel the same way. Appreciate it, Mike. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, and we'll see you again uh, soon with uh, some more information. Uh, make sure you go out to coachblueprint.com slash mission uh, so that you can uh, join us for uh, our three days that we're three and a half days that we're just going to blow it out of the water. Imagine, imagine three days of information like this uh, available to you uh, with people that are just literally changing the industry so that you can stay ahead of it. Um, we'll have a lot of fun there. Thanks. I'll talk to everybody again soon. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.